this tale of long-distance messages began back in 2010. That was when Max Vrindenberg, as a nine-year-old boy in Massachusetts, wrote a note, put it in a bottle, and threw it in the ocean. Fast forward to October 10th of this year when, now 19, Vrindenberg went to the mailbox and found a letter from southern France. In broken English, the letter indicated that it had been mailed because the bottle had washed up on a beach there, some 3,728 miles from where it was thrown in the water. A man named Dubois found the bottle and took care enough to include a map with the exact location where the bottle had washed ashore. And then he said, still in broken English, stop throwing trash in the ocean. <laughs> no, he didn't actually say that. <laughs> oh, well, that would have been cool. Yeah. It would have been cool, yeah. Stop trashing up the earth. <laughs> You know, Cliff, you're one to be talking, brother. Well, yeah. well, I'm all for it, but you know, Cliff, I've often yeah. wondered about people that throw bottles in the ocean like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could get one uh, leak-proof enough that would actually make it. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. What do you think I was going to say? You see, you didn't have enough arm to throw one all the way to the ocean. Well. <laughs> Even if you were like, I don't know, ankle deep in the surf. <laughs> or standing on a cliff. Yeah. Only just toss it. I don't think I can get it over the rocks. Well, it's that time of the year where you jump in your cold car and start cussing like a sailor until it warms up. And that's exactly what I did this morning. Is that what you Cliff. did this morning? I'm like, and all the words were coming out as yeah. I was shivering in the car. And about the time I hit Fort Branch... I got a little bit of heat. Did you get in a little better mood then? I had an extended uh, cussing streak going, <laughs> and I did get in a better mood. Our thermometer says eight. I see that. But it feels more like nine to me. Maybe. Oh, really? Maybe. <laughs> it does. It feels. When was the last time you were outside? Just a few minutes ago. Oh, okay. And I thought I had to grab the rain gauge that we left outside oh, in yeah, the we, snow. Yeah. <laughs> see, most people don't. Re I mean, everyone knows what that stuff is if they drive past the back of the radio. There's some weather information. Yes. In that there's a big metal tube, and it collects snow, but in warmer weather, there's a plastic insert that goes inside of that. But if it's going to get too cold, we're supposed to bring that in because it'll break. Yes, and <laughs> so I brought it in just a few minutes ago, and it felt like... It felt like it was nine. It felt like it was nine. Maybe it's because of my warm pants I got on this morning. <laughs> what are you talking about, your warm pants? I got those felt-lined pants. Felt-lined? Yes. Literally mean like the fleece stuff? Yes. <laughs> They're feeling good, too. They really are. How good did they feel? I don't know. It's just like sens they... <laughs> sensations. I mean, Sensations? Yes. That's all we need to hear about, your sensations in your I'm pants. I'm telling you, if you don't have... <laughs> Fleece-lined pants? You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> and today's the day to have them on. Matter of fact, today's the day yeah. to have a couple of pairs of them on, if you can possibly get them on. Yeah. Woo! cold we did take a nearly a year and a half for this federal case to play out and when you hear what's involved you'll understand why court records show 33 year old alan wheelock was sentenced last thursday to 120 days of home confinement and a fine of seven thousand dollars after deciding to plead guilty to a violation of the endangered species act police say they were alerted to the crime in august of 2018 by someone working at a fedex store in las vegas Apparently, a package arrived there for Wheelock. It didn't look right. They called police. Investigators later determined it had come from the man's cousin in Florida. They were able to determine Wheelock wanted to buy a rare animal and found a breeder in central Florida who had one for sale. But the breeder would only sell to people who had proper permits, 
And rather than get the permits, Wheelock concocted a scheme that saw his cousin obtain the animal and then ship it to Nevada. The animal in question, the one that caused the wheels of justice to turn so slowly, was a Galapagos tortoise. <laughs> what was he going to do with it? I have no idea. idea. <laughs> pet? Keep it as a pet, apparently. A slow pet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run away. <laughs> Walking him around the block is going to take a day or two, isn't it? You can't watch TV in the afternoon yeah. on a local station without being bombarded constantly by one ad after the other <laughs> about some kind of medication that you need right now. Yes. Ask your doctor yes. about it. If you, and, and little known secret, I'm going to let you out on this right now. Okay. Every day at my house, General Hospital is DVR'd, and I watch General Hospital faithfully. And every, like, literally, like, every time they go to a break, and let's say there's four commercials scheduled, three of them will be about some drug that you need to go see your doctor about. And they're so unrealistic. Yes. You ever seen happier people that were that sick in your life? <laughs> huh? No, you're absolutely right. You know, some yes. guy's wife got some terrible <laughs> disease, and yeah. they're just as happy holding That's hands, right. walking yes. around the park, looking yes. at butterflies. Dude. And I'm like, dudes. <laughs> Dude. This dude has heart failure. Yes. <laughs> he's near death. And you're looking and then he's at on this drug and it's like, da, 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 da. Yeah, you're absolutely he's right. He's chasing butterflies and all that. <laughs> Let's get realistic with it. Yeah. How about this suggestion? What's up? TV commercials that have yeah. any kind of thing to do with a prescription drug. Yeah. Take your actors and have them act out the side effects that you talk about oh at the God, end of it. The side effects. I want to see someone <laughs> acting out the side effects. And then we'll see how happy everybody That's is right. in the commercials. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my! <laughs> Those side effects. Some when they read off the, I mean, I think I'd rather have the disease that the drug is supposed to cure than the side effects. And tuberculosis <laughs> always seems to be one of them. <laughs> Whatever it is, check for tuberculosis. Well, Cliff, I don't do a lot of things right, but I've been yes, pretty. We know. I've been pretty cocky <laughs> lately. About getting a flu shot regularly yes. every October. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been like, yeah. well, what's the right word? I'm full of myself. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's accurate. Because it's like. Because you got a flu shot. I got a flu shot uh, and I'm doing my part to be. Strutting around here like a little banty rooster because yes, you got your flu shot. I'm doing my part to be healthy. Yeah. And then now the new suggestion from a new study says, doesn't prove it yet. But strong evidence yeah. that if you get the flu shot yeah. year after year, by about the third year, mm-hmm. you're more likely to get the flu than someone who's <laughs> never had the shot to begin with. So in the end, it actually makes you susceptible over a long term. Yes, three or more years. Now, this okay. is just a suggestion. They say yeah. that, uh, you know, they're warning you. Yeah. You shouldn't use this as an excuse not to right. get a flu yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though... Doing so yeah. can make you horribly sick in three to four years. So once again, yeah. trying to do the right thing means you do the wrong thing. But by this time next year, I'm yeah. sure they'll change their mind and, and say... Then, and we were wrong this other time that we said that. Yeah, it's okay. Well, go ahead and slap your headphones on when you get to work this morning. Yeah. You'll black out, block out all of the nonsense from your coworkers. Yes. And you'll get stuff done a lot faster. And it's... Proven wait, fact, wait, wait, Cliff. Wait, what are you talking about? Researchers have found out yeah. that uh, if you're listening to the radio yeah. or music, you will finish your task about three minutes quicker than if you weren't. So by really? listening, Cliff, mm-hmm. to the morning road show, yeah. you 
will be more productive at work. <laughs> really? And you will feel in a much better mood. Yeah. And your mental and physical performance will go sky high. Right. Well, okay, maybe not sky high, <laughs> but it will go up. So there, so our listeners are more productive because we're here. That's what the, that's what the research says. We should get their raise or a portion of their raise. 40% of it. 40% of the raise. Yes. I agree. If they get one. If you get a raise, Weed and Cliff get 40% of it. We'll do it on the honor system. On the honor system. See how this goes. Yes. Of course, Agreed. a lot of places anymore, Yeah. the more productive you are, Yeah. they just go, well, can you do a little more? That's right. They, they throw more stuff at you until <laughs> you're discouraged and you quit. There you go. Here's Travis well, Denning. It's called After a Few. <laughs> now I feel guilty about that. <laughs> on the morning road, Joe. Weed, the simple fact of the matter is, as a police officer, you're never really off-duty. And that became a problem for Officer Sebron Hackett, who serves on the force in Conway, Arkansas. Officer Hackett reportedly attended a celebration in nearby Little Rock back on October 13th, off-duty, and at some point made his way to the Discovery Nightclub. And it was there, according to ABC7, that he, and I quote, appeared to be highly intoxicated when he removed all his clothes on the dance floor. Yes, there was video. Yes, it was posted on social media. And yes, the naked police officer, with all of his parts swinging in the wind, was dancing to Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> the police chief back home released a letter that was going in Hackett's file, saying his actions brought discredit and embarrassment to the department, and he's now been suspended without pay for 30 days and ordered to complete remedial training. Worst part is he was dancing to a Journey song. <laughs> I could forgive the rest of it, Cliff, but... What do you got against Journey? I'm not a big, huge fan of them. Good Lord. Well, Cliff, if you're a fan of Reba McIntyre, good news for you. Yeah. March the 20th, <laughs> Ford Center in Evansville. She's really? going to be there, yes. At the Ford Center? Yes. She's going to be That's there. Cool. Tickets are going to go on sale the 22nd <laughs> at Live Nation, the Ford Center box office, and Ticketmaster. That's cool. Is there, is, a, cool. is there like a sponsor for this uh, event? Yeah, Does I'd say, say Live Nation would be the... Oh, I mean, there's like no business? You know, like Reba, Manser, Reba McIntyre in concert, sponsored by the Cross-Eyed Cricket? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Told you. I love that place. Hey, hold on. I love the Just one on the west side. Stop and think for a minute. Cross-Eyed Cricket? Reba's. Oh, yeah. oh you're <laughs> yeah. a bad, bad boy, yeah. Cliff Ingram. You're right. You're right. Thought you was really going for something there. <laughs> I want to yeah. make sure I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, what's that? An influencer. I think I know what that is, an but I want to be sure. Yes. Okay. Well, Somebody who's an influencer. That's a, the act of doing that has been around for a long time. It's actually been called that only very recently. It's a person who has the ability to get people to buy a product or service just by recommending them. Well, that makes a lot more sense, and that's exactly kind of what I thought it was, too, yeah. because the survey is out in 85%. Yeah. 85% mm-hmm. of young Americans want to become influencers and nothing else. <laughs> that's all they want to do. They just want they want to do that. They Influence. want to do exactly what you said there. Influence potential buyers by recommending items for sale or for a product or service. That's kind of sad that that many kids... That's all they want to do. Well, they don't want a career in radio, obviously. Yeah, because there's no influence here. No, none. 
It's not like we could get people to buy a $5,000 hamburger or anything. Oh, wait, we did that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did. Well, Cliff, yesterday, Veterans Day, and this morning I read a story that just kind of touched my heart on this. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. A um, man named Ben Martinez. He lives in New Orleans. He's a World War II veteran. Yeah. And he's 100 years old. Okay. And he still volunteers mm-hmm. for the National World War II Museum there in New Orleans. Cool. And Ben was asked yesterday yeah. his secret to longevity. And Ben says, yeah. I live by the five W's and I always have. The five W's? Yes. Okay. Wine, whiskey, and wild, wild mm-hmm. women. <laughs> and I'm wondering, Cliff, right now, if Mr. Martinez yeah. can hook me up with that retirement plan. <laughs> Is that like a 401k I, investment plan? I think it could be. <laughs> Wine, whiskey, and wild, wild women? Oh, Yes. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? Five W. Nothing eating healthy, getting plenty of rest. Yeah. No. Five W's for Mr. Martinez. Cliff, see if this surprises you any. Okay. Yesterday, like a moron, I started to drive through the bank teller (laughs) drive-thru. Well, I'm not surprised yet. Well, Like a moron. No, no, no. You tried to go through the drive-thru when the bank was closed. Yes. (laughs) And then I got to thinking about it. Yeah. How wonderful. That was kind of harsh. <laughs> well, then it I, was true. I got to thinking, Cliff. <laughs> this is such a great invention yeah. of banking that you don't have to go inside and spend the time walking in and out and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I yeah. wonder how long this has been going on. The drive-through teller window at the bank. Yes. Okay. What would you guess how long that's been in effect? Um, since the... 50s? Some point in the 50s, maybe? Do you think that far ago? Yeah. Well, I looked it up this morning, Cliff. Yeah. 1946. Really? In Chicago. Okay. I thought within the last 20 years this was something. Maybe 25, something like that. <laughs> I had no idea. Not, 73 years ago, Yeah. they had a drive through bank teller. I think that's Well, you know, I remember weird. if you go up to the Courthouse Annex North, which many, many years ago was the Gibson County Bank. When I was a kid, back in the 60s. Is that the one with the pink sidewalk in front of it? Yeah. Okay. Um, there was a there was a drive through teller there then in the 60s. I didn't know that. Yeah. I yeah. just knew it by the <laughs> pink sidewalk. The pink sidewalk. I don't know why it was pink, but I kind of <laughs> liked that when I was a kid. Bitter. 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 <laughs> you're bitter? No, the you're, wind chill is bitter. I was going to say... You're bitter about what I said earlier about you being a moron? No, I'm kind of agreeing with that the longer I thought about that. Actor Will Smith is in the news this morning, Cliff. He uh, shared his colonoscopy, the video of it. Who is this? Will Smith. Will Smith had a colonoscopy. Yes, and he did it, you know, for the right reason to promote the importance of, you know, health screenings for men. Well, I would have thought, even if you're a celebrity, the right reason to have a colonoscopy is to Keep you from getting colon cancer. Okay, the second reason <laughs> oh, okay. would be to get people to, you know, right. guard their health. Yes. And I was thinking when I read that this morning, Cliff, with the yeah. crazy world that we live in now, yeah. I'm really surprised that there's no colonoscopy-based video game. Like, you know, new from <laughs> EA Sports, it's colonoscopy. I don't know what the rules of the game would be. Well, you know, it, it makes actually it makes total sense because I'm... I'm I just called you a moron, and yes. now I'm saying what you're saying makes total sense. 
if it's like not necessarily like a sports game, but kind of like one of those uh, army games, like Call of Duty, <laughs> where you're where you're like shooting at the enemy. And so basically, the role of the game would be you as the uh, doctor going in to shoot the enemy, which in this case are the polyps. Call of Duty. <laughs> and you called me a moron. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just horrible, Cliff. Horrible. Well, I'll be honest, Cliff. What's I've that? never carved anything in my entire life. I'm talking wood, okay, or food, or any of that stuff. I always feel unmanly when I go someplace yeah. and they say, "Would you like to carve the turkey?" And I'm like, uh, "No," because I don't know how to do it. But this product, the yeah. Mighty Carver. The Mighty Carver. Yes. If this thing wasn't Wait. 90 bucks, yeah. I would get one just for the sheer terror I could bring to the holiday season. I'm Googling a Mighty Carver. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want one of those. Yes. <laughs> it's available on Amazon. But it's 90 way. bucks. And it's a, uh, everyone, I think probably, except for you, has the uh, electric knife Do you carve the turkey with. I've seen them. Yeah, this is kind of like that, except it's. A chainsaw. <laughs> That's not it's like a, a full-size chainsaw. No, no, it's the size of a, you know, a carving knife, but you hold it like a chainsaw. Oh, with a little guard and everything. Right. Yeah, so there's no slap back from the turkey. <laughs> well, you don't want a turkey slapping back no, at that, you. No, he probably needs to cook a little he, longer. Yes, he needs to, yeah. Oh. If it made a noise like a chainsaw... Oh, it'd be awesome. It would be. Yeah. Cliff, perhaps you saw it on the news yesterday in Chicago at O'Hare's International Airport. Uh, icy conditions. Oh, yeah, the plane ran off the uh, taxiway. Yes. Yeah, I did see that. That would be scary. Yeah. I mean, incredibly scary. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, nobody was hurt in the incident. Yeah, they were going really slow. They were like... Had just pulled off the runway, so... But still, you could be hurt. Yeah. And nobody was. True. Including all of the uh, personal injury attorneys who were running to meet the passengers. They didn't get hurt either. They didn't, no, they didn't slip or slide. And so the hammer! Yes. They're all okay. And it's time now for Ticket to the Bank. Okay. Three quick facts. Two of them I'm not really proud of. But here we go. Okay. Fact number one. Yes. The percentage of adults who say they are above average in looks, yeah. 79%. <laughs> That's right. Some people aren't. Haven't come to a realization yet. Then have I'm just stating <laughs> just, the facts. You're just stating the numbers. Number two. Okay. Percentage of adults who say they wear their underwear for three days in a row, 10%. <laughs> no. 10%. Yes. You 10% are nasty. Yes. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and you know who you are. And number three. Yes. The number of adults who regularly yeah. make telephone calls... Without any clothes on, <laughs> one in three. Wait, wait, 33%. Yes. 33% of people who are calling are naked. That's what they're claiming anyway. <laughs> wait, hold, uh, let me just... <laughs> that means that one in every three callers that we put on the air here on Weedon Cliff, naked when they're talking to us. Well, that's what it implies. I don't know if that's exactly true well, I mean, or not. According to statistics. Yes. that's the one, t- in, one in three of y'all are naked when you call us. I've never done that in my life. 
Called somebody naked? I've never done that. I've never even answered the phone that way. I've always put a towel on. I'm just a modest a, kind of person. No one can see you. Well, I know, what but difference I, does I it make? just think with all this technology <laughs> that somebody's looking through the phone at me. And I have one of those, uh, what do they call it? A rotary dial cell phone. And the phone at home still. You still have a house phone? Yes. And if wow. it rings and I'm like, you know, yeah. running from shower, yeah, I throw a towel on because... <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I just do it. We still need to th- think about these people who are calling us here in the morning, and they're naked. We need some kind of a test or question thing or something. We're going to have to ask you. Yeah, we're going to be a quiz. Oh, <laughs> caller, who's this? <laughs> and are you clothed? Uh-huh. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, starboard number three. A slap back from a turkey. Number two, a colonoscopy-based video game, which will be called The Call of Duty. <laughs> It's already been used. Can't do it twice. So number one, morning roadshow phrase for today. One in three of y'all are naked when you call us. 812-386-1250. Yeah. Don't, so. I'm, I'm not giving the number out again. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.